my wife weaponizes intimacy to get her way nearly every single day. We've been married for three years and every time we get into an argument, regardless of who's right, I know she will deny any approach for sex. When I really need it, I end up begging her and she blackmails me to accepting I was in the wrong, even when I don't believe I was. If I was to touch her to initiate, she leaps away from me like I have some disease. This has, this has happened more times than I can remember and it is starting to become not only ridiculous but mentally draining. I'm starting to despise her and even when she gives it up, she makes herself so undesirable and it makes it verbally clear, she makes it verbally clear how much she hates it. Now I'm reaching the stage of not wanting it at all to prevent the glooming feeling that comes straight afterwards. Our relationship is okay outside this issue, but this is a weekly occurrence now. Jazakallah khair for taking my question. So if you don't know me, my name, my name is Ishmael and I've helped over 100 Muslim couples save their marriage and, I'm, and now my goal is to help 10,000 couples stay clear of unnecessary divorce. But let's get into this. I think we all know the Islamic perspective on rejecting the husband for intimacy and we could extend that even to if it was the other way around where the wife may have a higher libido and the husband is not providing it in that sense. So it goes both ways. And Islam effectively, you know, in regards to the woman in particular, if she's ill, for example, extreme fatigue or she's on a period, then we know obviously uh, the husband needs to understand and just give us some time off. Marriage is meant to produce chastity. That's the whole point. To aid one like in overcoming the temptation that is outside because they have their wife, they have their husband and is meant for supporting one, one another in all their needs, including intimacy. So Islam is also about preventing the problem and also curing it, but more so preventing the problem rather than curing it. And imagine we have a society of men being rejected by their wives without any valid reason. And guess what? We do have that in the West. Um, if you read any news article, you will always find, if you just type it in Google, uh, a bunch of women, the minute they got married, the minute that the whole thing about, I'm very familiar with my husband and we've been married for 10 years, we have kids, and this is my body, I don't, I'm not really interested in intimacy, and the woman might have gone through menopause, or whatever it may be, and the guy still has somewhat, especially if he's taking care of himself, a high level of testosterone, still wants to be able to be intimate with his wife, but his wife is no longer interested, and we've gone further by now, this has led to things like swinging or trading partners or um, saying to your husband, you can, I give you permission to go sleep around, but we're also connected. This is also like, it's basically a market for certain women who make a lot of money from this, who are a lot younger, who say, I save marriages because uh, a man 
can't have intimacy with his wife because she's rejected him but he loves the family loves his wife and kids doesn't want to break it down so he sees me twice a week and I give it to him and he pays me well and everyone is happy and his wife is happy or she may not even know that's what is created so to avoid that Islam has come in and said no you can't do that and technically you can't reject each other and in particular nine times out of ten the man has a, a higher libido and would want it more we'll get into why he wants it more the woman generally speak can't reject without any valid reason and the minute she starts doing that it messes up the society because where else is the man going to go we got now obviously pornography a man can just uh you know and that's had a direct effect on men also delaying their marriage because for the first 10 years of their 20s from 20 to 30 they're not interested because they're being uh, satis- <coughs> satisfied by pornography so you got all of this going on and it would help if sisters both sisters and brothers have to understand each other but in particular sisters understanding as to why men nine times out of ten have higher libido and how that impacts their life so a man has they'd say approximately on average, so it could be high or low, but on average, 19 times more testosterone. And that's coined as the sex uh, hormone. And this is why probably men are stronger. Men are, they can build muscle quicker. They, um, you know, they'll, they'll be growing beards. The voice is deeper, all these different things. You can get women who may have a higher uh, testosterone level. Uh, than the average woman and you will see slight differences between uh, another woman for example but generally speaking this will impact a man's desire to want to have uh, intimacy it's almost like a uh, something he has to release in him and he keeps if he keeps bottling it up it causes a problem and this starts as early as you know 13 14 and 15 years old so it is a sunnah to get married early to be able to release your needs properly but obviously our societies have changed around the world and whatever people deem to be adults and adulthood and whatnot you know i remember i was speaking to this this guy who got married um i think he was 18 or 19 when he got married and now he's in his 30s and he was saying the amount of brothers that he has spoken to saying they are seriously struggling with all sorts of things where a typical uh, Muslim guy relatively practicing but this aspect the shaitan has captured him and has manipulated this need of him and so it started off with pornography and then it started off that got boring for years and then in his 20s he started off just having a few girlfriends to release and then he started off with he went on to um I don't know what you would you call the high-end prostitutes basically where you go to the house and you sit with them properly and you have dinner I, I I don't know is it escorts or whatever and a lot of you maybe listen to this thinking like, like I don't I didn't know this this stuff is out there but it's taboo no one talks about it and there's a lot of Muslim brothers uh doing this and if the fitness is out there and they're not particularly happy of doing this they're definitely not and they want to stop this. But, the you know, 
the fear of imagine they're hearing their own brother uh, talk to their parents you know I, I want a divorce and it's because of this he, his wife is not giving it up so I've said alhamdulillah Islam has come in to avoid that and to protect both the the man and the woman in this case um, and now in society there's a push now that biology being a you know they, they say there's a difference between being a male and uh, being a man and being a female and being a woman so there's a push now that biology doesn't affect behavior that you being a man having this amount of testosterone is not going to affect your behavior and because of that you can effectively be wherever you want you can change yourself uh, and you can change your biology to fit wherever you think in your mind you are so look um, I feel your frustration as a young man and any, any other young man who's who's in this predicament. You've been probably keeping yourself away from women for so long and you feel like your wife is rejecting you without no good reason. But let's unravel this situation a little further. So from your question, you've mentioned she's denying you only when there's an argument. And... There's a difference between a healthy argument and arguments that lead into physical fights or like they're just toxic. So you're just cussing each other. So nobody has taught us how to have an argument. Some of us have witnessed our parents have horrible arguments, um, toxic arguments, whatever you want to call it, unhealthy arguments. The reason why I'm saying healthy argument, a healthy argument is is necessary because if you didn't have arguments, what that would mean is that you don't care about your spouse or the current situation or the marriage. You are indifferent. If you are arguing, even if you are angry, it means you are interested and invested in the relationship and to some extent you want to fix the problem. So having a discussion that may go a little bit heated and coming to a solution is good. And you're, you're, you're not putting things under the carpet. However, unhealthy arguments are... They normally start off with either one one spouse is always popping off with the smallest of things and the other one is having to be passive for the most part because they're sick and tired of this other person constantly nagging away. And then when it gets too much, this passive partner becomes aggressive. So we call it passive aggressive. They just explode on the other person. The other person thinks, what's this all about? I've never seen this person like this. And they in turn react the other way. And this goes on for years. So we don't know we don't know how long arguments should last and what you should argue about. Um, you can't argue about everything else. the The reality of it is, if you live with someone, you even if it's not your partner, your siblings, you're gonna like you're gonna like and dislike things about them that they do. But you accept that you have to live with them. But you have to then decide what things are you willing to argue about, or what things are really important that you'd want to change uh, or suggest changes that are important because i don't know you may have children and you don't you know want to set that type of example but let's even ask the bigger question here are there any other reasons why she doesn't want to be intimate with you because it probably also happens outside of arguments women for the most part are covert communicators so they may not be direct and they may not communicate what's wrong straight away and they may want you to just know that just seems to be the nature of things. I've jotted down some questions for you to think about. 
as to anyone in this predicament, like a troubleshoot system, before we suddenly just blame your wife and say, oh, she doesn't want to be intimate with me. But why? Other, uh, other than the actual arguments, what are some of the other reasons that she may not have communicated with you, which you need to troubleshoot yourself? So, it, does she have a long-term sickness? Is she unwell? Or is intercourse painful? Um, I, I don't know this. I, can't, I can barely even pronounce this, but vaginismus or something like that. But basically, it's when the vagina suddenly tightens up when you try to insert something into it. And it can be painful and upsetting, but it can be treated. So many women do not know they have this. And so just imagine a woman doesn't notice they're being intimate and she's always finding it painful. But she, they've never gone to find out why. Or maybe it's a, a slight, it's not like they have the complete condition, but it, it, it happens at times or it varies. I'm not a doctor, but you know what I mean. So then like, and the guy and her think it's just a thing where it just hurts a little bit and they just get on with it. So that could be a reason. Or she hasn't even told you that it's painful and you have I don't know maybe your emotional intelligence is not good enough to be able to realize your wife is finding this painful does she fear pregnancy can you both visit a doctor to discuss this or or explore this yourself why does she fear pregnancy that could be another thing very common thing they don't want to be intimate they want to reduce it as much as possible they're not going to tell you they're going to just come up with these excuses why does she not want to uh, fall pregnant? And you know, you, that's for you to discover um, and come to uh, an agreement and whatnot. Is she tired from the daily duties or work? I mean, think about it. If she has a hundred and one things to do before, at the end of the day, she you basically ask her, "Let's be intimate." Is she going, going to want to be intimate? If she has to put the children to bed, if she has to do, if she has to also go to work, that's another one. She has to go to work, she has to come back, she's also cooking, she's doing X, Y, Z. What could you do to make her life a little bit easier so that she'll be more inclined to accept it and uh, enjoy it rather than just saying this is something you have to do? Because that's like being disciplined. You don't always just want to rely on willpower. You want to get to a stage where you both enjoy it and she enjoys it as well. But how can you get to that stage? Having that roadmap and knowing what problems and obstacles are we facing right now. Is she uncomfortable with her self-image and prefers that you not see her uncovered? This is a big thing, especially after pregnancy. Is it a thing that, have you noticed, maybe she says to you, let's keep the light off? Or I don't know what you guys do. Do you get it? Like there's no candles, there's nothing. Like there's no there's no light at all. Is this what you know? You can't do it during the day. Why does she feel like that? Um, probably a really big one would be, and I'm not trying to be rude or mean. Are you rubbish at it? Are you rubbish at doing the deed? Are you rubbish at making her fulfilled, and she finds it as a waste of time? Like this could be because you have conditions like erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation or simply you are overweight and you gas out. And if you gas out, 
you can't carry on for for a, for a longer time to be able to fulfill her. Like women are like like an oven and men are like a microwave. Take it like that. You can switch the microwave on and the man is ready to go. But the oven takes time. So imagine by the time she's starting to heat up, you're done. There's nothing else you can do. She's not going to be interested. It's a waste of time. Um, And if she's been married before, that could be a thing where she's able to... It's natural, by the way. Uh, Men do it as well if they have multiple wives or things like this. But they're going to compare... How, you know, how was it before? And I, like, that's something for you to think about if that's also the case. Um, or are there more serious problems at play, like some kind of addiction? So if the brother is, it's not a case of rejecting, she's actually giving it up um, nearly every single day, but you are so addicted that you are making life hard. So it's like multiple times a day, um, like you got nothing else to do. If you're uh, like if you're married, you've just got married. It's the honeymoon. Of course, you may, you know, this is probably going to be mutual for both of you. But if you've been married for a few years and you feel like you have some form of addiction, and again, I can't diagnose that, and it's multiple times during the day. You seem to have time for that. Um, it's like all these type of things that may indicate that you are really addicted to it, and she can't keep up with it. What do you think she's going to feel? Do you compliment her? Do you gift her? Do you make her feel like a woman? Do you do during the day? Do you have mental and emotional foreplay across the day? Like we said, like an oven. So if you're doing this uh, emotional and mental foreplay during the day, by the time you actually want to get to uh, the actual deed, you she's already on. It's an oven and you're already on your microwave. She's already been preheated um, for 30 minutes. But in reality, she's been preheated the whole day. She's ready for it. Like you haven't, have you tried that before? And the last thing you want to do is just whip out a hadith and just say, oh, but the angels will curse you. This will happen and that will happen. That doesn't help the scenario. So you see, I've given you, I haven't even given you, like I had far more questions, but just, just a few to give you to think about it's not just as easy as saying my wife is not giving it up so she is the problem you need to troubleshoot all of these issues and figure out what on earth is going on here i mean guys let, let me know what you think um especially the ladies listening to this are these some of the concerns i've mentioned are these something that you've heard or your or yourself you've gone through and you've struggled to literally tell your partner for example I mean, also, you've also mentioned that you beg her. Let's talk about that. That you beg her and end up being blackmailed. What do you think, bro, that this action says about you? What message do you think this action sends to your wife? And how many times do you think you need to do this and make this mistake until she views you like a like a waste man, basically? That every time you have an argument... And then she's not happy with the argument, regardless of who's right. You try to initiate intimacy and she rejects you and blackmails you and says you have to basically say no. And you say yes to this. It shouldn't even be happening the other way around. You have no backbone. You feel like if she doesn't want to give it up, essentially you need to stop begging her and deal with it. 
Now that might be a bit harsh. But dealing with it, I don't know, but you got to deal with it. So forget this argument about I'm horny, I can't go without it. Using this terminology, I need it. You did so long before marriage. And now you can't go a few days to troubleshoot a few things to be able to not get into an argument. If you do get into argument, have like an f- argument framework. So things like this don't happen. Um, women don't like needy men. If you act indifferent to the situation, meaning you don't care after an argument what happens, you're not going to initiate. Because if you're if you're so angry and you actually blame her for the for the and it's not you, as in the argument, you're actually blaming her for it. Why are you going to initiate in the first place? Are you not angry with her? Are you not upset with her? Are you not going to wait for her to apologize? And vice versa. So why are you going to initiate and then be surprised that you got rejected? So if you act indifferent to the situation, you'll make her wonder why all of a sudden you're not interested and she'll realize you're not a flower man. A flower man is basically a man who just sways left and right, wherever the wind takes him. And in this case, wherever, whatever his wife says, he just says yes. So if they're going out and they agreed on a restaurant and then literally on their way there, when they're five minutes out, she goes, I don't want to go to the restaurant. He goes, yeah, no problem. Where do you want to go now? Now, that might be okay once, twice. But if this happens every time that she sees you, she's just going to keep saying this to to basically shit test you and see what type of a guy am I even really married to if he can't even uh, tell me what he really wants. So do you know what the opposite of a flower man is? An oak tree. No wind, snow or hail or rain will sway the oak tree. So when the fog clears and the storm settles, it will still be standing firm as it was in the beginning. That's the type of man women want. Someone who who's able to listen to his wife, taking you know, their feedback, their ideas, but also have respect for his own values and beliefs. And if he agrees that her idea is better, he will go with it. And he will happily go with it. But if he believes that this idea is better, he will lead the family in this direction. Guys, I appreciate you getting to the end of this video. Like I said, every single person knows one person that has either mentioned or struggling or like to improve their marriage. So maybe sending this, because it seems to be a common problem, sending this podcast to them might give them a little bit of help. So I'd really appreciate if you can hit the follow button and share this podcast with others that you know. But guys, thank you so much.